This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, you found us. It's the Mess It Up Podcast. Once again, we are here at show number 285 today. And uh, this is coming out on September 12th, which, as you you know, if you're familiar with the calendar, it's the day after September 11th, which is a big day in uh, American history and world history, too. So we've been talking a little bit about that, but welcome to the show. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy. I've got my lovely wife, Bev, with me again today. Hi, friends. Good to be back. And I am working on my uh, gallon of water <laughs> for the day. <clears throat> you are. I am uh, I'm about halfway through the gallon. Which is cool. I mean, it's good to be halfway through the gallon. The only problem is it's nine fifty-six at night as I'm recording this. <laughs> so I've got, I got. Uh, let's see. It looks like it's about sixty-four ounces. Yeah, about half a gallon left to go <laughs> in the next two hours. So uh, guess who's going to be using the bathroom a lot tonight? <laughs> uh, but this will be. Uh, I'm almost at four weeks straight doing this. So wow. uh, pretty That's pleased impressive. with that. Yeah, yeah, pretty pleased with that. Um, somebody challenged me to do 55 days in a row so I could tell uh, people I drank a 55 gallon drum of water. Um, I, what, 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 is there something that you've done, Bev, that's just like, oh my gosh, a little bit on the ridiculous side, like, I don't know, drinking a mm, gallon of water a day? I don't know. I can't think of anything quite like that, but maybe if I thought about it long enough, I might come up with something. I don't yeah. know. I'm You're, not quite as ridiculous you as you are. You don't lean into the ridiculous like uh, I do. Well, do yeah, that is true. Yeah. And you know what? If it's not really ridiculous, I bet you can make it ridiculous. And I don't know that I have that capability. Thank you. Yeah. That is a very sweet thing to say. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wouldn't think that's a compliment, but I've taken oh, that as it an is. excellent compliment. So thank it you so very much. It means you're very creative. Yeah. yeah. And you're also just that guy that's fun. Well, I appreciate that. I, mean, I appreciate that. Not that you're a fun guy. Not, not being a mushroom. But no. <laughs> hopefully what I'm not is our word of the week, which this week is a misanthrope. Uh, a misanthrope is a person who just really doesn't like people or society. They just, you know, uh, you know like uh, Scrooge. Scrooge. Or mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Hyde. Um, you know, these people who just don't like society. Um uh, so anyhow, uh, if you can use that word in your sentences this week, uh, give yourself 10 bonus points. I if have... you are one of those people, uh, you know, Ooh. get help. Uh, <laughs> if you're around one of those people, give them a hug. You just see how it goes, you know, give them a little, little love. I had no idea that's what that meant. I remember there was a, a book or you a play. You thought it was when you can't find your throat. And I'm like, oh, I'm uh, missing throat. Yeah, I'm missing my throat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, there was a play or a book or something that I remember reading called The Misanthrope, but I don't know. Hmm. I didn't know that that's what it was about. I I don't know anything about that one. Was this something like in school that you read? I think so. Or, or I might just be making it up. I don't know. Well, you know, uh, could be. The Misanthrope. Or Cantankerous Lover is a 17th century comedy of manners in verse written by Moliere. Okay. Well, there okay. you have it. I I did not 
ever read it. Uh, so there you go. Well, I'm not sure I read it either. Now that I maybe hear it was in the, college the title, or something. I don't know, but maybe they just referred to it, but I didn't read it. Could be because uh, in the title it tells what that means. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, uh, there it is. That is our word of the week, um, and uh, we love those words of the week. So go ahead and expand your vocabulary. Love all mankind. Um, it's something that you could do to help out the show. Um, and I haven't asked for this in a while. And someone was asking me if I do ask for this. And I had forgotten about it. If you could just like us on um, whatever podcast uh, catcher you're listening to. Uh, if it's uh, Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or uh, Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you could like us and give us a good review. Uh, give us a rating and a review. That really helps. It pushes the show up in the uh, awareness of people who are searching for shows using our, our uh, search terms and whatnot. So that would really be a great thing uh, if you could just do that. It costs nothing for you, but it helps the show out a great uh, deal. So we really appreciate you for doing that. Um, and uh, thanks so much for, for doing that. If you want to get a hold of me, like uh, some people did, our, our song of the week today comes from a, a listener who sent the song of the weekend, and I got a bunch of songs of the week. I had someone uh, today, they said, hey, are you still looking for songs? And I said, always. And they sent me four, and they said, there you go. There's a month. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so uh, if you want to do that kind of stuff, there's a couple of easy ways to do it. One is to uh, hit me up with a, um email. It's bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Or you can send me a text at 760-608-1942. That'll get you right here to me, the bow tie guy. You can call me. You can send me a text. Whatever it is, uh, I love to have that. Currently, I have words of the week through our Christmas show. Wow. Uh, yeah, through show number 300. Show number 300 will be on Christmas Day. Wow. Uh, it's, a, it's a day early because 301, our normal show day is going to be Boxing Day, but, but I'm doing a bonus episode for Christmas. So I got the words of the week through there. I've only got songs, though. Um, up till uh, uh, Thanksgiving, so and I, I got a cough. <coughs> I think I'm I sorry. Have, I think I have three or four songs on my phone that I was going to send you, but I forgot. Outstanding. Well, so you I'll know, try to remember. let's get those songs and words going. I could also use some some ideas for the show. So if you've got some ideas of things to talk about, um, or some people, I'm going to be interviewing a guy uh, coming up this next week. So. We'll be coming out in the weeks to come uh, interviewing a guy that I met on my trip to Texas uh, who runs a ministry called Men of Nehemiah. So that's cool. I've got some other interviews that I'm hopefully going to be booking here soon. Uh, i got about four or five of those that I want to do, but I need to have some more some more people. We need to hear more stories. So uh, go ahead and send those in on the, uh, the phone line or uh, the email as well. I'm also thinking about doing a live podcast at some point here so would really like you listeners to give me your feedback on a live podcast what i would do is i would do it it would come uh live on our website you could uh, listen to it and i would do it uh on youtube as well um so you could see it would be video and i just thought maybe i'd just try it out uh the the, the sad thing though is is if i do a live podcast and no one's watching no one's listening yeah. That would be depressing. So let me know what you think about that. Um, and uh, if if you feel like it's a great idea, let me know. If you feel like it's a horrible idea, let me know. Um, I don't know what time of the day or week. 
I would do it, but it's just something that occurred to me. So uh, just just some ideas that I'm bouncing around. So anyhow, on with the show. Uh, people say I talk too much at the front of the show. I've been going now for seven minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get going here with the show. Uh, as I said, we are recording today on September 11th, which is... Um, day and and something that I've been seeing a lot on the social media today is a lot of people posting uh, and even this weekend posting pictures uh, with patriotic images or uh, shots of New York um, or the memorial and the common tagline is never forget (laughs) we will never forget Um, and I blogged about that this morning uh, on my blog the uh, it's ministerofmocha.com um, that idea of not forgetting, which is, um, I, 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 I agree with the sentiment. I think it's important that we remember. But I guess how we remember is the thing that I wonder. And, and people say, you know, never forget that this happened. But what I'm seeing, I, I see a difference. Like if I look at September 12th, 2021, or 20, 2001, or September 12th, 2023, the day that this is coming out, and how people are acting as they're walking down the streets, how people are interacting with people, how people are, are doing stuff. We we have catastrophic events that happen, and it, it changes our behaviors, or can change our behaviors. But then it seems like so quickly we go back to business as usual. You know, we had, had the COVID lockdown of 2020, <laughs> and we got out, and I have a friend who hates to be touched they, they do not like to be touched you don't give this person a hug you know this person likes their personal bubble and i saw them in uh, july of lockdown after we'd been locked down for you know four months and the first thing they did was give a hug and mm-hmm. I was like, whoa this is weird it's not happening today because you know they want their bubble back we forget um I, I, do you am, am i saying anything that sounds true or false or, or right or wrong, Bev, what do, you, what do you think about that idea? Just that people talk about not re- forgetting, but the way that they remember might not be memorable? Yeah, I, I think that is true. Um, I think kind of it, it, I think it matters what that event is that becomes memorable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be, could be something great, like a first trip to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be something tragic, the loss of a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be the first time you did something, you know, or had a milestone in your life. But it could also be the first time you lost something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of matters whatever that event is whether or not you stay in it. And then on top of that, I mean, I have I have some people that I know that recently have lost loved ones. And all that I'm seeing now that that is being posted by them is how they'll never get past this. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, 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 ever. And each day, and, and, you know, we all have a different way to grieve. And there's always a lot of grace there. You just let people take as long as it takes. But some of them sound as if they'll never, they never want to move on. Mm -hmm. They want to stay in this place of, uh, 
remembering that tragedy and and feeling guilty about ever smiling again yeah you know so i don't i don't know there's a lot to be said but i don't know what that lot is right now and it feels like the stuff that gets remembered you know is is we do remember to hold on to those negative feelings Mm -hmm. you know um i i was i was incarcerated during a 9-11 and and that next once we got you know they when the uh, events happened they turned off the tvs and they put us in our cells we were locked down with no information for next 30 hours or so and um we didn't know what was going on but that next day when i had my daily bible study normally i had out of 28 guys i had you know eight to 12 guys would come to my bible study and the next day 26 were there two guys did not join us but everybody but two people joined us in the bible study wow. that next day but by a week or two later we were down to our normal people again you know people had that need for something right there but they didn't cling to that need for people that need to, for humanity that need for god the the lingering remembrance seems to be the fear the hatred mm-hmm. the anger at who did this thing mm-hmm. um and and that's that's sad to me because you know people were like when we came again out of out of lockdown people were moving toward humanity people were not being misanthropes people were going to mm-hmm. humanity and missing people and loving people and 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 I sent out texts today to people just because I wanted them to know that, you know, how am I going to remember 9-11? I'm going to remember it by loving the people that I love and knowing that feeling of like, okay. And it happens so often when there is a loss. You think, okay, well, I'm, I'm spending my time focusing on the wrong things. Let me focus on my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a great thing. But, but I don't know, I remember one time going to a men's retreat and the guy said, you know, we don't, you know, we need to tell our kids more often that we care and that we're proud of them and, and, and give them these positive messages. So I started sending a daily text to my kids. And after about a week, <laughs> my youngest said, Dad, are you okay? Are you sick? What's going on? And I was like, well, first of all, shame on me that me telling you that right. I'm proud of you makes you think I'm sick. And um, just that it, you know, that it was unusual for me to, to shower my kids with love. That was, that was an eye opener for me. When I go back and think about the original um, 9/11 event, there were there was so much going on in my life at that point. Um, three different catastrophic things at once. Um, my mom had had double knee replacement and then had a massive stroke. They did not think my mom was going to survive, which praise God she did. That was a miraculous story in itself, but that that was going on right at that moment. And I flew home on September 10th from Nashville, just got home in time. And the next day, everything would have been different had I had I been, you know, on the other end of that that flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, you were incarcerated, which you already mentioned. So I was already missing my husband. My mom was sick. And uh, and then 9/11 all together in one big clump, and um, I think when I think of it right now, you know, 
sometimes memories as a child are kind of blurry. Well, that memory is kind of blurred for me as well, even though I wasn't a child. But I think it was just because of all the things that were going on in my life at that time. But now looking back, it almost feels like all three of them were not real. It's kind of hard for me to get my head wrapped around that I actually was walking through all three of those things at the same time. And not even now when I see pictures of it, it's almost like I have to think really hard to go back and be in that moment. Like that really did happen. Yeah, very surreal. And and yeah. to me, um, you know, I see the flag halfway. Yes. Uh, I see right now in the corner of my screen, it's got the date. And mm-hmm. it just looks so stark when I you see when I see September 11th, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing that for people of my parents or grandparents' generation that seeing December 7th I'm had sure. that same connotation. Uh, and we were talking today to a friend who went to Hawaii for uh, their honeymoon and they went to Pearl Harbor. And I was reflecting on my first time there. My first time going to Pearl Harbor was in 1978. So that was uh, 30 seven years, uh, 36 and a half years after it had happened. And here we are today, we're you know 22 years after 9-11, and it's still vivid in my memory yes. and how vivid that must have been Pearl Harbor yes. uh, for my parents and um, thinking about those things. And it, it's just, you know, and we remember, but, um, you know, I don't remember Pearl Harbor because I wasn't born. And so it has the, the memory of one lifetime that people will remember, will reflect maybe. I hope that we continue to reflect and, and, and move from those things. But um, it is difficult to, to look at remembering something and, and getting through something hard. And I, mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to kind of pause this for a second here and throw it to our, our Song of the Week, which is one of those songs that's been sitting in the Song of the Week list for a little while here. Had nothing to do with coordinating on this, but the song is called Only Grace. And uh, this is a song by Matthew West. It's an oldie. Uh, I I had a a listener who sent me a bunch of oldies uh, coming in here. So if the next month or so we're listening to Songs of the Week and you say, these songs are too old, here's what you do. (laughs) Send me a message. Let me know some new songs that you want to hear. But this is Matthew West from back in 2005. The song is called Only Grace. We'll give you about 90 seconds of it. Be back on the other side to talk about that and how we get through uh, hard times and remember. So here's Matthew West with Only Grace. There's only love, and there's only mercy, and believe me, it's enough. Your sins are gone without a trace, and there's nothing left now. There's only grace. Starting over now under the sun, and you're stepping forward now. A new life has begun. Your new life has begun, and there's only grace, and there's only love, there's only. There's nothing left now 
right, there you go, Bev. What did you think about that one? Um, yeah, I really like this. And as I was listening to it, I was remembering it. I'd forgotten mm-hmm. this song. Um, I can't really uh, speak to anything that profoundly impacts me in this um, song. However, I think that the topic that we're discussing uh, today and a particular um, stanza here have a lot to do with each other. Um, The part that says you're starting over now under the sun, you're stepping forward now, a new life has begun, your new life has begun. I was thinking, you know, sometimes these things that are talking about, you know, like 9-11, these tragedies or things that happen that stay with us and uh, we always want to remember can also be a defining moment. It can be one of those things where when you come back to it, it can either make you bitter for the rest of your life right. or it can make you better for the rest of your life. And, um, and so as I was thinking about that, this line about starting over now under the sun, it's all about choice. It really is all about choice. I've been reading a book on forgiveness and um, the author of that book talks about how when something happens in your life that deeply hurts you mm-hmm. and leaves you scarred, um, and when you when you're trying to deal with the forgiveness of that person or that entity or that agency or whatever it was that hurt you, um, when you go back to it, you actually have an opportunity to look at that and decide: Is this going to keep on hurting me forever, or am I going to reclaim the good out of this? And apply it to my life so that mm. I can heal from mm-hmm. it. Um, because I, I've had so many discussions with ladies about whether forgiveness and forgetting are exactly the same thing or if they're right. not related right. at all. Well, I think we have to have a memory. We have to use the memory that we have. It serves us well. But I think that it's not so much that when you forgive somebody, you forget what they did. But you just decide at that moment, it's a choice to say, I am going to choose to not remember this against them anymore. Maybe if I remember it, yes, but I don't have to use it to to say that I I never want to ever, ever know this person or think about them ever again closing the door on that, you know, and you know what I'm saying by that. I'm not inviting them back and cause you trouble. But, you know, something like 9-11, we, I remember seeing uh, it go both ways where people were now up in arms and anybody that didn't look like they were, you know, American, Mm -hmm. look out, they're all out to get you. Or I heard other people say, you know what, it's time for us to build a strong America and link our arms together and just love one another yeah um so it is and it's hard to do right it's hard especially when you're hurt that deeply and i think uh i feel like we talked about this on the show but but i could be wrong i know i I mentioned it in uh i remember talking in the prison about forgiving and forgetting yes and you know I, i linked it or likened it to uh changing oliver and yes our our, our baby grandson and you know change the diaper he pees on you well, next time I change the diaper, I'm ready for it. I, I forgave him right away. You know, I wasn't, I didn't hold a grudge, but I remember he did it. And so I can forgive without forgetting very easily. 
and and to remember and like you said to to take that that good thing and 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 find the kernel that's good in it um i think that's that's important um for me uh you know this song it's it's talking about it and saying you know that our sins are gone it poof it's the old switcheroo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the only thing that's left is grace. And I loved that. I love yeah. that, that, uh, you know, and it's not a sleight of hand. No, it's, it's, uh, it's magic. <laughs> it's not a trick. It's not an illusion. It's, it's the real thing with magic. And so I love that. So, uh, so thank you, Matthew West for giving us that song yeah, good and, song. um, uh, letting us think about those things. So, <clears throat> So is there anything that you do, Bev, to move on from that hurt too? Um, because, you know, you, you mentioned someone who was dealing with the death of a family member and said they'll never get over it. And, you know, I still remember my father and I think of him quite frequently. And he's been gone now for 15 years. Um, but it's not every day. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not a constant thing. And when it, when it first passed, you know, there's a lot more frequently in my mind and on my mind. Um, and so time does heal. You know, they say a mess plus age is a message. Yeah. And, and that time heals things. Uh, how, how do you move through the difficult? Well, one thing is almost like uh, taking a prebiotic before you eat. Mm-hmm. And that is, before someone comes to this place um, of death or sickness or separation or whatever it is, whatever it is that happens, that comes between us, I want to make sure that I'm intentional about loving them the best that I can love them and being the best whatever, daughter yeah. to them, aunt to them, cousin to them, sister to them, friend to them that I can possibly be. The second thing is, and and I've been thinking about this a lot this last week and why I really don't know. I just feel like, uh, I feel like the enemy has kind of been on my back uh, thinking about my own children and grandchildren. Um, I can't guarantee that anybody else in the world that I love is going to accept my Jesus. Right. I can't do that. I wish I could. But because of free will and all of that, mm-hmm. we can't do that. Because I know it's God's will. Correct. I know that, that they come to that place. So I do think, though, there is a whole lot more peace when I do know that they've gone on to heaven and that I'll see them again. Mm-hmm. And that is really reassuring. But if I can't have that, at least I want to know that I've done the best that I can to present the gospel to them. And then I feel like that I, I mean, really, that's, I feel like that's my purpose in life above anything else. And like in Rick Warren's The Purpose Driven Life, that's our purpose is to honor and praise mm-hmm. God with every breath. And so that helps. The other thing that I think too is, and I'm finding this to be more and more true the older I get, the more internal and more discouraged or depressed I might be over something, the more it is necessary that I get out and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. It, it is just absolutely essential for me. I can be down in the dumps, and if I get a phone call from somebody that needs my help, 
I'm immediately lifted out of that place. How do you differentiate between doing that and denial? Um, or do you? Uh, yes, I do. I don't know if I know how to put that into terms, but I think how I know the difference is I'm willing to share what I'm walking through with that other person. So I'm squarely okay. looking at okay. what I'm dealing with. But then at the same time, um, I mean, I'm not hiding behind my struggle in order to help their struggle. I'm coming clean with my struggle and thinking, look, you know what? We can come alongside of each other and help each other. And that's how I know. Because um, like the iron sharpens iron, I feel like both of us come out better than when we started in there. Now, if I'm walking out of this and I'm just acting like this, whatever's just happened to me that's killing me, uh, I'm just going to put it on the shelf and I'll come back to it later after I deal with this other person and help them. That's not a good way to do it. I can't yeah. lie to myself like that. Like, mm, maybe in a month I'll come back and deal with this. I've had too much pain in my life that I stored way down deep shoving things down and stuffing things that I know how it comes out on me sideways and I can't afford to do that anymore. Um, yeah. I, I'm not saying I don't do it sometimes unintentionally, but I really do try not to let those things grow roots in me before I deal with them. Yeah. And you know, it's, it kind of goes back to that idea of, you know, if you want something, give it away. Um, you know, if you want love, give love. If you want, peace give peace and and the whole concept of the 12th step is giving back giving to others because it's hard for me to take when i'm giving now the flip side of that is is if people try to give to you don't be proud and say yes. oh no i don't need it let somebody give because yes. you're giving them the opportunity to give by by doing that um something that you were talking about before was um I, I don't remember exactly what it was that triggered it, but I was thinking about, I, I, I was over at a, a person's house today, at, uh, a lady that I've known for a very long time. I went to school with her daughter and we went to church with them and she's now uh, a widow. Her husband died you know, a year and a half, two years ago. And her daughter that I went to school with died when we were young. And um, so she's by herself. Her, her um, last sibling has passed away and she's got nobody and she was very um, sad about that but she was you know, talking about you know she's got Jesus and, mm -hmm. and she knows where she's going and then I think of my mother who is in a similar situation where she's got you know very few family members left but she has no concept of her eternity even though we've told her and, and I was talking with my friend today and we just said you know all, she, all you've got to do is just accept it that's yeah. it. It's it's yeah. it's so simple, but it's, yes. it's the most difficult, simple thing that we can do because it, it requires that I let go of my safety net, what I see as my safety net, to do it. It's that leap of faith from Indiana Jones where yes. you don't know what you're doing, but you, you just take that leap and mm -hmm. all of a sudden, there you are. Uh, well, it sheds light for me on the passage that talks about, you know, what is the uh, greatest commandment mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's to love the Lord your God with all your heart blah 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 and your Did neighbor you just blah blah the yeah, Bible sorry oh, God and your neighbor as yourself yeah. 
that is not an easy thing to do because if I if I like walked around with a tally sheet and put a little tally mark every time I thought about meat throughout the day, it'd be filled with, with just little sticks, you know? Mm-hmm. If I thought about my neighbors and people that I care about as much as that, that would be pretty amazing. I'm sure I can make a huge difference in this world. Yeah. And it would make a huge difference for me. Yeah. And it's not that we have to do a huge amount, just a little bit. No, no. If half the people on the planet do something nice for someone. There you go. That means everybody had something nice going on because the person who gave gets the blessing of giving. That's the right. person who received got the blessing of receiving. That's everybody on the planet with a smile on their face today. Mm-hmm. And only 50% of the people have to mm-hmm. do it. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and listen, if someone hasn't done something nice for you today, that means that someone's waiting for you to do something for them. Uh, it's not your turn to receive today. It's your turn to give. Right. So, you know, go ahead and, and, and do that. And, and yeah, if there are things that are difficult, remember those things. You know, I, I was intentional today to talk to my friend about her daughter who passed away and her husband who passed away. Even though it brought tears to her eyes, it, it kept them alive in her memory. Yes. Yes. And and we want to remember those things, those those people. And, and you may have been a person who lost someone personally uh, during 9-11. Um, I have a, a, a friend and his mother passed away on September 11th, 2001. Double whammy of a day for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are, are, those are difficult things. But if we, if we love someone, it only costs us a little bit of time. Um, but it, the opportunity for success is massive. So I say, you know, err on the side of caution and give away a bunch of love. Uh, I heard someone asking, uh, they were talking to a comedian about how far is too far, how far do we have to roll back to be sensitive to people? I said, you know, let's just err on the side of caution and be sensitive to people. Yeah, right. It, it doesn't cost you anything to be sensitive to a person. Right. It doesn't hurt you to be kind to a person or to not make fun of the race or to not use a, a word that someone has said makes them uncomfortable. You just, you just don't. And so give someone a hug, give someone a smile, tell someone that you love them, call someone and you know, make an amend that you've been waiting on, uh, you know, extend an olive branch for a hurt that's, that's gone ignored. And I think that too, it's really important to remember, like you mentioned earlier, not to stay in denial about something. If things come unexpectedly in life and they knock you down flat, I don't think we can, I can't hop right back up and say, hey, I'm fine. You know, it just, I can say to myself and to anybody else that will listen, maybe find somebody, that one person, you can say, you know what? This is the hardest thing I've ever had to walk through. Mm -hmm. Um, And realize that it's difficult and then I think the last thing too and I'm not so great at this one but that is just remembering that God never changes he's still the same yesterday very consistent today and forever and um so no matter what's changing and going on around you and the craziness and the merry-go-round um just realize that that God is constant he'll always be there and he'll be on your side so absolutely those are things that help me yeah well um thanks for uh, for sharing i hope that that was helpful to you guys if you've got uh, ideas or thoughts about this show please email me bowtie guy 
at MessItUpPodcast.com or give me a call. Would love to talk to you. Um, our prison programs right now are, we're waiting for paperwork and whatnot. So it's looking like we're not going to be in the prisons until November at the earliest. So I'm sitting around waiting for my phone to ring. People, give me a, <laughs> give me a phone call. Let's talk. Uh, I will give you a little update. I started the show at 68 ounces. I've got 38 ounces. I've drunk wow. 30 ounces of water in the last that's uh, half impressive. Hour. So uh, look at me go. That if, if you want to do math on that, that's like two and a half cans of soda. <laughs> um, so um, and I didn't have to go to potty yet. So I got that going for me. Um, please make sure you uh, rate and review the show on the podcaster of your choice or podcatcher, I should say. Um, this is the podcatcher, podcaster I want you to rate and review, but on the podcatcher, wherever you listen to this, give us a rating and a review. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, if you want to support the ministry, you know how to do it. Check us out at uh, messituppodcast.com, and there's a little button there that you can click to do that. Um, so uh, thanks for being here. Uh, 285 shows. Uh, send us your ideas. Tell us that you want to be on the show. Songs and words always welcome um and uh i don't know there's a whole lot left to do bev for just to say we'll see you next time we mess it up Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. <laughs>